your back. Can I just tell you, you know, these things are always much more difficult than you think they are. We actually did about a quarter of the show before we realized that uh, everything was all fooky. We had to begin all over again. Unbelievable. Is that unbelievable? Let me just uh, introduce the most beautiful, smartest problem solver this planet has ever known. And beautiful, white-throated woman. I'll explain that in a minute. My wife, my fantastic partner of, of all things wonderful, Amy Cankrum. Good morning. Morning. Hey, everyone. I think my voice sounds a little weird today. Okay, okay. That's understandable. Let's 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 be let's be honest. That's that's pretty understandable. It is Wednesday, June fifth. June or as I learned in growing up, it's Wednesday, June fifth. <laughs> okay. I take the fifth. Absolutely. Oh, there you are. Now you're coming. Oh, this is just so much better. So much better. Amy, you look great. Who would know? Who would know? You look fantastic. And it's nothing like a little sickness to uh, bring out those um, high cheekbones. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? What brings out my high cheekbones? That, I, don't, I don't have high cheekbones. No, no, you don't. <laughs> hey, so how are you? Let's talk. Let's talk about this for a minute. The, the, this on, <clears throat> excuse me, this ongoing problem of throat issues that you continually go through. You yeah. continually. Must go through these issues. I remember the first. Um, yes, I have a. I have some kind of throat infection that um, I'm now on antibiotics for. It right. just came out of nowhere yesterday, and boom, and boom, <laughs> boom, throat infection. So um, I'm subject to them. It's just one of those things about me that if I'm gonna get some kind of sickness, some kind of virus, it's going through my throat. That's just that's just what happens, mm. and um, mm. a lot mm. of times I need some type of antibiotics. I don't know if it's strep or whatever, because um, I don't think it can be strep all the time, can it? But it's something that causes the white spots, inflammation, and sickness. Yeah, I you know uh, it, the word is that when you have strep. Or these kinds of throat infection, this kind of throat infection where you have the white spots on the tonsils that, you know, once you've cured it once, it ain't coming back. I know. That's that's total bullshit. That is not true. I've probably had strep throat about 10, you've, you've, 12 times. You've had it six so times. Yeah, you've had it six times this year. About three. Three or four times. I mean, three times this year in six months. Correct. You and know, this is insane. And it's like it just won't go away and it's like I've had a and it goes up to my ear and I get like an ear thing you, you know, like and you can't ears. say it's it's Spain because you had it in America also yes and Georgia I didn't really get it in New York maybe because you know just hadn't gotten there yet but I didn't get it in New York but I got it I got strep throat a lot in Georgia okay like 
all the time. And I didn't know a lot of times when I was getting it. Mm-hmm. Like, now I can recognize it. But I didn't know then. And so it would it would get bad <laughs> fast. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, by the time I usually go and get help, I'm usually in it four or five days. And that shit don't be getting no better. Yeah. It just gets worse and worse. My I remember- body just allows strep bacteria to just flourish in Correct. I remember one time, um, I, I can't remember where we went. It was Alpharetta Highway or it was, anyway, it was a walk-in, it wasn't Alpharetta Highway, but it was up that and then one of those cross streets, whatever that is, uh, not Holcomb Bridge Road, but the next one up, Adams Bridge or something like that. We yeah. went to the, um, we, we went, went on ahead and went to the doctor, one of those, um, what do you call it, walk-in clinics up there. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget that night. Why? Because you were in agony all day. You couldn't talk. Yes. You couldn't do anything. Yeah, and I, I mean, like, I had no voice. I couldn't talk. Uh, like, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was that bad. Yeah, it was beautiful. <laughs> and then I went to the doctor. And At the clinic. You, actually, I parked the car. You ran in. I had the kids. And I still had to wait, like, an hour. There was nobody yeah. there. And I still had to wait, like, an hour, mm-hmm. hour and a half to see anybody, man. Anyways. You were in pain in the waiting room. I'll never forget that. There's two waiting rooms that I'll never forget. The one where you were in pain there and the one where Sydney had, had uh, broke her lip or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you were, you're in pain sitting there. Mm-hmm. And... Finally, I go into the doctor, open my mouth to mm-hmm. show him. You know, I can't even tell him what's the matter. I'm just, like, pointing to my throat. <laughs> <laughs> open up your mouth. He's like, oh, my God. He actually jumped, jumped back. He jumped I, away. As if something in there was going to lash out <laughs> at him. He was probably in the break room watching like a scary like aliens or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he comes and sees me and gets scared because the, the reaction he gave was that something was going to come out of my throat and strangle him. Mm-hmm. He was going to protect himself. That was insane. He, I mean, that was really insane. He was like, "How are you even like Yeah, he was like, here? "How have you have how have you survived this?" Yeah, it was that bad. Yeah. You know, but once I started the antibiotics, it was fine. Right. And, like, my kids, my kids, usually, they're pretty strong enough to... um, Withstand. Yeah, yeah. Like, because I had gotten it from Sydney. Mm -hmm. And she was sick for a good amount of days, but she got over it. Yeah, about two or three days, and then she, she got better. And so I'm waiting to get better like my daughter. Right. You know, and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. But now she's older. She had a bad throat infection last year. Right. Last summer around this, this time. This time, that's right. And beginning of July, yeah. a month from now. Yeah. And, it um, wouldn't go away. Right. You know what I mean? We I didn't even in. know it was her throat. Yeah. Was that the one she ran the fever for? 105. 105 fever. Her fever was so high. I said, let me take her temperature. Her, te- her fever, the, the thermometer stopped at 105.1 and, w- and hadn't, st- it, it didn't beep. It hadn't stopped yet. Mm-hmm. And Bob slapped the thermometer out of her mouth. You didn't even want to see I anymore. I didn't want to see what else the thermometer was, was going to say. Because yeah, yeah. 105, 
you know, I might have fainted if it went up too to much 10, higher than 105, that. 9, 106. It would have been know? like, she should be dead. You stand, know what I'm man, saying? Yeah. So it, it was just too intense. I was freaking out. And I kind of had a panic attack and got, we, you know, went outside. We either got a cab or a cabify and went a cab. right to we the emergency. We just flagged a cab and went right there. You know, and... You know, the, the people, no pasa nada, es una infección, un antibiotics, y ya está. No pasa nada. Yeah, they're and, so cool. And but by the time we got there, the infection had gotten so badly, as soon as she opened her mouth, the doctor could smell it. Yes. She didn't even have to really do much. She you smelled know, it. As soon as she opened, but you know what? We didn't smell it in the house. Not until we got there. Not until we were in the... I smelled it in the cab. Mm-hmm. That was the first place I smelled it. I think she just turned a corner. Yeah. That night. Yeah. It was starting to get nasty. Yeah. We don't allow things to go that long To fester, anymore. yeah, yeah. As soon as things are Yeah, the, the, it's, it doesn't make sense to even wait for anything. The first, you know, now the first signs that we see of things like this... You know, whereas usually we say, okay, give him an Advil. And, give it and, two days. And give it a no. day. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Nope. Nah, we'll no, just we take him in. That. Just take him in. And I think that comes from being Americans, too, because insurance, doctors, you know, anytime a doctor has to be involved, it's stressful. Correct. And it always equals a lot of money. Yes, it does. So you kind of condition yourself to... Work it out yourself. Correct. You know, to self-medicate to this, because yeah. you ain't trying to get no $3,000 emergency. Yeah, go over, the, go over the counter if you can. Yeah, you know what I mean? And they, they won't. You can't. Yeah. You need a prescription for some really Yeah, for some stuff. good stuff, yeah. So, you know, you be at home just willing your body to heal itself. Yeah. And so you kind of get into a mode of not going to the doctor. Correct. Not here. Unless it's big time. Yeah, unless you... But usually you're close to... Death. By the time you get over there. You know yeah. what I mean? Usually the And then you make the appointment. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then you make the appointment and he's like, okay, two weeks from Friday. Yeah. I noticed like <clears throat> people are always talking about socialized medicine, me. how socialized medicine is so mm-hmm. terrible. And man. They'll see you same day. They'll see you same day. And yeah. I think that socialized medicine here in Spain is probably not even like the highest level of like, mm-hmm. say, Iceland or some of the Nordic yeah, countries. Yeah, like I think uh, Finland, yeah. the Netherlands, Holland. Correct. I mean, yeah. I think that... Sweden, Denmark. Correct. I think that their healthcare is... Estonia. Uh, yeah, yes, any country. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying. I think their healthcare, like somebody was talking about, um, mm-hmm. she was in Iceland and she had a lump um, in her, in her, on her body. And she told somebody she was working with. She's an American. And he was like, okay, just go to the cancer center and they look at it. And she's like, okay, how do I do this? Do I need to get a referral? He gonna look at her talking about, what's a referral? I know. What's a referral? Just she go. Like, she's like, I can just go in and walk? She's like, yeah, it's down the street. Just walk in. You know? They were like, well, yeah. I don't have an appointment. How long is it going to take? Look, if you don't want to go now, then make an appointment. If you want to go now, walk, walk in down there. there and go now. So she walked in. They kind of looked at her and said, yep, it's a lump. They were like, you know your body. You know if something's wrong. Right. So um, she went to go do like a cat scan. You know how they scan? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Same day, she just walked in. They were like, oh, sorry, you don't have insurance. You're going to have to pay. Right. She was like, okay, let me have it. 
they were like three dollars. Yeah, she like couldn't believe it. Dollars. And they did a CAT scan and all sorts of scan. They were like, "Up, oh, it's a cyst. You're fine. Yep. Um, it's not a lump. It's, I mean, it's yeah, not, not a malignant cancer you know? thing. Yeah, yeah. She couldn't believe yeah, it. Yeah, they hit her with a bill for three bucks. I know, and she walked out yeah. fine. She's yeah. like, she's had these. They before. like, we'll schedule the operation, but that's going to cost you sixteen dollars. I you know, know you know. What I'm it's saying? like what? And I think we're conditioned as Americans to just yeah. dread healthcare. Yeah. And and I think that it it stops us from re- going to the doctor. I remember when Ensa was having problems with um when we had picked him up from school that time, and he just it, he just could not get it together. And we took him to the hospital right away. You know, that was another one of those cases where I was like, well, let's go on ahead and give him something and, and see it. And you were like, no, this boy is something's wrong. Yeah. And I didn't like it. Yeah. We jumped in a cab, took him to the emergency, and I went outside to do something. I can't remember. Oh, I wanted to get the canister. They had told me, you need this canister or you need something. Okay. And I said, okay, I'll run down because it was late. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll run down the drugstore. I ran down to the drugstore. I got the canister. I came back. It couldn't have taken me more than two minutes because it's right down the street, right down, you know, like almost across the street. I come back. They've got him hooked up like he's been there for two days. Yeah. I mean, they I had there was tubes. No there was they had. No, I think um, they waited probably two minutes. Tubes, masks, all kinds of stuff. He went from being in street clothes, walking in, to full in the hospital. He was on on oxygen and had an IV drip. And he was on albuterol drip and uh, albuterol feeding into the oxygen. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he had albuterol because he couldn't breathe. Yeah. His lungs had just closed up. You know, it was... And why they did a... They did a... um, CAT scan on him within, but they wanted to open up his lungs first. First, so they could take a look. So they can take a look. So they did a, um, they did an albuterol salbutamol drip with oxygen. And steroids. And, oh yeah, that, and he had a steroid drip. Correct. He had a steroid drip and saline and albuterol and they probably, they hooked that up within 15 minutes of us getting to the emergency Correct. Room. And they once he was up, I mean, because we got him there and he was lethargic. He could hardly like we were in the car and I'm like, don't go to sleep, dude. Like, stay up. Yeah, stay awake. And um, when they finally looked at him, half his lungs was blocked. Yeah. With just congestion. Yeah. Like, it was like a, a bad case of bronchitis. Correct. And they they took care of him within 15 yeah, you could see a difference in him. By the time we got ready to take him down for CAT scan, you could see a big difference in him. And he was okay. The, the, the kid kid does tricks. He, he was okay. But, but in you essence, know, these, what we're saying is go to the doctor. I know. I know. Yes. But, but you got to go. You got to go. And you were able to procure drugs with no prescription yesterday. Yes. Which so, is surprising. Yeah, last night. Because they don't like to give... There's two things you can't get in Spain. I mean, if you... Easily. That's right. If you can get anything, CBD, oil, you can get uh, the one with the THC or without, you can get, you know, 
there's there's all the hashish and marijuana clubs and there's, there's you can get anything. And then in the pharmacy, a lot of times, like say, like my blood need, pressure medication, you can just ask I for do, it. All I gotta do is ask for it, and they'll if give it to me. You need insulin, you just just ask, ask for it, it. they'll if give it to you. If you need any kind of um, asthma medication, they'll just, just give it to and you. The steroids, is, steroids. Uh, albuterol, any kinds of epipens are like what. Uh, uh, six eight, bucks, yeah, eight six bucks, eight bucks. I mean, and it's cheap. Yeah, you know, you know what's more expensive? The most expensive things at the pharmacy here. Chapstick. <laughs> chapstick for some reason is like ten bucks for a chapstick. Ten euros. What for, the hell is it with chapstick? Or Why? Vitamins or my iron pills are like thirty. Thirty dollars. Yeah. What the hell is it with but this? But like life saving, like high blood pressure medicine, epipens, or. Breathing treatments like the the canister for Ensa's breathing. Yeah, it's like two dollars. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, uh, insulin is like eight bucks. Yeah. So it's it's real, but they do not, and they'll you'll get anything, but they won't do that for antibiotics or narcotics. Not, yeah, nothing narcotic. Like you know, um, oxycontin. Yeah, even with like your pre- prescription, they don't want to give it to yeah, you. Yeah, they'll, they'll they'll they look at you like, mm-hmm. No, yeah, they don't like no, that. No, 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 they're fine as long as you have it, but it has to be proper, and they take your prescription. Yeah, because a lot of other times, if you bring them a prescription for something, they let you keep it so that you can get it again. Yeah, no, no, they take your prescription for antibiotics and narcotics. Yeah, you get they, it one time. They stamp that thing. Yeah, they, they lock it, it away somewhere. They turn yeah, they turn it, it into <laughs> adjunctament. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but yeah, with antibiotics. I went in there and I saw the. Um, I went in the bathroom, saw spots mm-hmm. on my throat. I'm like, here we go again. Yeah. If you remember earlier in the day, I was like, I don't want to take antibiotics, man. I just yeah. want this to go away. Later that evening, I see, I see, my, I see the white spots on my throat, and I'm like, okay, this is an infection. It's not gonna, it's gonna get go there. away. Yeah, yeah. So I run to the pharmacy. Yeah. To the pharmacy that I know that they know me, and they like me. <laughs> right. There's a lot. We have probably an option of six pharmacies within within, a, uh, within like a, a two block radius. Yeah, six pharmacies. Yeah. So I'm. We know which pharmacy to go for what. Correct. We know which pharmacy is gonna give us a hard time and and be sticklers. And they, they're all different. Yes. And so I go to the one that is, they know me. Correct. You know, the pharmacists here, they'll look at you, diagnose, and give you medication on the spot sometimes. Right. And I went in and I was like, please, I literally begged her for antibiotics. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, here you go. You want the three-day one? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have to wait um, till today, till this morning. Yeah. Or I'd have to go to or the go to emergency. Room. Right. I feel like going through all I of that. Know, I know. I know. She charged me five dollars and change. And off and you went. Off, off I went. And um, one of the things that we missed to say is that we do have insurance. We pay for private yeah, insurance yeah, yeah. here. Yeah. But um, and there is no copay. And there is no, like, whatever, whatever you anything. get. Yeah, whatever you get. The only thing we've had to pay was my, our daughter, our kids got um, cleaning, teeth cleaning and stuff right. like that. And if I think Sydney had a cavity. Right. And they wanted to take it out. And right. they're going to charge us $50. Right. And that's when we had just got here. Right. And that was real cheap. 
Right. And I said, no. No. <laughs> Her teeth were going to come out anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that's it. You have to pay for dental work. Right. But other than that, man. You're good to go. You got eye surgery done. Two eyes. I had cysts on my eyes. One one surgery took about, I went under. Yeah. And they, um, that took about 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And the other one was more involved and it took about 40, 45 minutes. I with was you under. under with yeah, anesthesiologist, the whole nine yards. I mean, it was a full operation. And um, didn't have to pay them a didn't, dime. Didn't I mean, pay we dime. pay our insurance, but we didn't. Right. There was just there's no bill that comes in the mail yeah. afterwards. There's no yeah. There's nothing. There's no cash exchange where oh. the the insurance company is trying to has get, to reimburse something. No, no, none no, of that. No. And I'm on the hook until the insurance pays the bill. Type yeah, of thing. Yeah, you know. No, no, no. no. This is this is done without you got a colonoscopy. In essence, what happens is prior to your operation or whatever is being done, they give you an authorization sheet. Yes. And once you have that authorization sheet, you're ready to go. Correct. So when we went in and got the the my eye surgery done, she was like, "Well." And she was she, about. She was, now you can get the authorization after the fact. Correct. It'd be a problem. Yeah. But this makes it smoother. Yeah. She was like, "Okay, I'm gonna get an authorization," and we were like, "No, no, no. We already have one. Which we gave her the sheet." Which is crazy because she was doing that after, after the, the surgery. Accident, after like, the surgery, you correct. Try to get your money before, before the surgery. Just operating. No, no. They don't work <laughs> like that. I remember the the uh, the doctor that they were going to that was going to um, do my eye surgery, he was like, she's very good and so forth. Let me see if I can get her to do this. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, one of the consultants, you know how you go to the consultant first? Yes. And he called her up. Mm-hmm. And she was like, um, he was like, uh, uh, next week. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what day? He was like, uh, Wednesday. Okay. She was like, well, Monday's my last day. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, okay. She, she was like, um, she was pregnant. Okay, yeah. And she was like, you know what? I just don't feel like doing anymore. <laughs> you know? You know what I mean? This, this I think thing. she was close to her, her due date. No, no, no. She had time. Oh, oh. She was just, it was just time. She had just made a decision that this was going to be her last day. Okay. And she was going to relax. Uh-huh. And she was going to be pregnant. Okay. Deliver her baby. Yeah, she was tend for her to her kid. She and and I heard she was coming back in about a year. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they got me somebody else. I mean, I'm I'm that. And that's how they do it. That's that's one of the biggest things about going to Europe is the healthcare. I mean, second to none. I I can't. I I know a lot of times. A lot of times, I'm gonna be honest. A lot of times, I kind of. Downplay or just don't say how yeah, because you don't, it is to be in Because Europe. you don't want to be like, oh, everything's so great here and this, that. You know what I mean? You don't want to do that. And I'm, I'm, but, I'm, but you know what I do it for? Because you know what? There's no reason it can't be like this in the United States. And I've come to the realization that it's not going to be that way. And sometimes I don't, I'm not trying to rub salt in the wound or make anybody feel bad. So I, I just don't say it. But I'm, I got to say it, man. The, ins- the health insurance here, the health, it's not It's not insurance. Care, it's health care. Correct. It's second to none. Yeah. I, I can't imagine any other place on this planet 
in 2019 where healthcare is better than in Europe. Yeah. And it's not just Spain. It's no. the UK. It's Germany. You know. Austria. You know, I think Italy. Spain, I think Spain. The Netherlands. You yeah. know, Holland. Denmark. Estonia. Yeah, yeah, yes. Girl. Latvia. Eur- Europe. Pretty much on the continent. Lithuania. Especially, especially if you are in the EU, you know, it's. It's, it just changes how you look at it. And it's taken us two, three years. Denmark. Great. <laughs> it's taken us two, three years to accept a lot of things and to calm down when it comes to healthcare. Correct. You know what I mean? And to expect it. And, and you know, if I'm waiting more than 20 minutes at the doctor's office, I'm pissed off. Yeah. Whereas in America, I used to go emergency or doctor's Or even make a doctor's appointment and, and sit in the waiting room for, for now. 45 minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just different. So all the things that people are telling you about socializing. Yes, yes, there too. Everything people are telling you about socialized medicine, that it's so terrible, is wrong. Portugal. Yes, yes, Portugal as well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, 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 I swear I'm not rubbing. Uh, I'm not trying to rub and anyone's nose in anything. And I can't but there's no reason America. it. I cannot. I don't see any reason why it can be like that here, and it can't be like that in America. And I think that if 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 they can do it here, we're Americans. We're number one. We can do it there. <laughs> well, that's it. I don't know. I don't see that happening. That time for that has gone. But if you need healthcare, come to freaking Europe because they will. But take you can. Care you can't just you. come to Europe. Do you, do you know what I mean? That you know, and that's the other thing. A lot of Americans think that you can just get, you know, just go somewhere else. Well, I mean, you get and you ninety can. days. You y- get ninety yes, days. Yes, you do get ninety days. I'm not Absolutely. saying to move to Europe. I'm You're just right. saying, like, if you have a major surgery and you get you know, 90 the price days. is all crazy, look to Europe, man. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because they're going to do good work, and um, the price would probably be very affordable. Yes, and they do excellent work. Yeah. The price, it's no good if you have a, a price schedule that's really spectacular, and then they go in there and they... You know, they remove the wrong kidney or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, they're pretty good. Like here, even I always get mixed up with that a la derecha, izquierda. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right or left? Yeah, yeah. You remove the wrong kidney, you know. So anyway, that's um, that's quite the story, and I'm glad to hear that you're on the mend. I am. And and as soon as I took it with the antibiotic, within twenty minutes, my throat started feeling better. But then I woke up with another problem, like just localized inflammation. Not it doesn't seem like an infection, just like a proper sore throat before a cold. Gotcha. So and Enser is kind. I think he gave it to me. Okay. You know he gave me, but he didn't get us a, a strep throat. Maybe it doesn't materialize in kids. I don't like know. that because you know. remember when Sydney got her, she was around seven. Right. Eight too, and you picked it up, and she didn't. Yeah, yeah. so you know maybe, and, and thank God for that. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah, and um, you know, because you're a wonderful, wonderful person. I know deserves got nothing to do with it, but I can think of so many more people that I would like to see have strep throat. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Um, how are we for time here? 28 minutes. Not bad at all. Hey, let me talk about Firebrand Publishing, okay? Okay. Firebrand Publishing. Firebrandpublishing.com. My, oh, my. I saw that another manuscript came in uh, uh, last night, and that was an amazing. You know, they're just chugging them out right now. They've got a few projects working, and uh, and I think that's amazing. You know, if you want to, if you've got a manuscript or and you want your book to be published, or if you um, want to become, you want to be recognized as an expert in your field. What better way to do it than to to have a book? A book that verifies your expertise. This is important. Many times these uh, experts who are uh, being paid big bucks to uh, testify in court cases and things of this nature. Their book is, is, is what is one of the main uh, uh, drivers of uh, people wanting uh, their testimony and their opinion in these cases. So, you know, not only that, but you know, obviously, if you're a plumber, you know, um, you're not really going to have to testify in a murder case unless you did it. You know what I mean? <laughs> However, it's still nice to have the ability to have that expertise book on your coffee table in the waiting room or, or, or to be recognized as an expert. So that people, it instills trust in your customer base. So Firebrand Publishing, firebrandpublishing.com can help in oh so many ways. You know, I remember when it was like, um, go to Vista and get your business cards printed for, you know, four ninety nine. Remember those days? Yes, I do. Those days are over. Now the, now the top-notch people, they got books. They're all flocking to Firebrand Publishing at firebrandpublishing.com for books, to do books so that they can, you know, that that is now the new calling card. But your business or your expertise and, and the awareness of that into the hands of the good folks at Firebrand Publishing today. Belgium. Oh, jeez. That's really good. Are you really? Well, my daughter just took her geography test um, last week. It's finals week here. Finally. It's the end of the school year, and so it's all, um, what are you, cold? They have got the air conditioning (laughs) way up here. Do you know where the, the lever thing is? Yeah, what are you? Do we well, have what, it? You can't, or do you can't they take it? It's too... Jesus. It's, 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 what, do you need a sweater? It's the, yeah, I'm going to need a jacket in here. Oh. <laughs> Go on. Talk about talk about um, Sydney, because well, I am so of, proud of her. What happened was she started the year um, not doing very good in school. She barely passed her classes in which her first report card... They, they grade on a score of uh, 1 to 10... Okay, so five is passing, four is failing, and her her first report card was fives, and she failed a class. I think this was the first time in her life 
She's ever failed the class. I and think she so. Failed Catalan. Mm-hmm. But even though she failed that one, you know, everything else was fine. She wasn't doing so great she in anything. anything. And um, with swimming and everything, and she just. She wasn't doing so great with that either. I know. She's really had to make a huge change this year. And she um, she battled down the hatches. We got her a tutor. The teacher suggested a tutor for her. And um, yep. so and the last test, the test before the final, mm-hmm. it was on Caesar. Yeah. And she failed it, didn't she? Or she got like a six or a five. It was real silly. She just left Rome. She Not only has she been to Rome, you know, I love Caesar. I'm always talking about Caesar. We watch documentaries on you Caesar know, all the time. I'm like, all right, I don't like the fact that you didn't get a good grade. But on Caesar in ancient Rome, that's my jam. You know, yeah. I think one of the things that really did it was like, you know, who was the first... Uh, emperor of, of, of Rome. Rome, and she's gonna put Caesar. Julius Caesar. Are you kidding? Me? Unbelievable! Unbelievable! <laughs> she just didn't pay attention, and no. now she took her finals in social studies, and she got a nine point two. Amazing! Her teacher actually wrote "Felicitats, congratulations." Yeah, she's finally and getting she's it. She's getting it, and this was on geography. So with you naming all the. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's turning into a, a bit of a map reader herself. Yep. You know, she um uh she did uh navigation both to uh Mataró y Sitges. Those These are two. towns to the north and south of Yeah, Barcelona. yeah. She had um swimming meets in um in successive weekends to those two towns. And uh she she um she navigated me there. Mhm. You know. So she's becoming quite the map reader. And so she's doing great. 9.2, she says on her science test, I think it was plants and all that. She got an 8 point eight something. 8 something is in the 80s. 9 yeah, not high 80s. Is in the 90s. Right. So, oh, I'm so let's happy see, for let's her. Let's see. How this, I'm very she, happy for She's her. only bringing us the grades she likes, okay? I know, right? And then Enser is learning his times tables. He's doing well. And I actually feel like I was not learning this this in second grade. Dotsa par dos. I know. He's so cute. And it's, that's the other thing. He knows it. He's learning and he's got two different languages. So Correct. his brain is a little slow. Yeah. So a lot of times we try to give it to him how he hears it in school. Right. Yeah, get, drill him in Catalan because if you Quatra drill him in... Quatro par es... Setsa, you know, <laughs> it's like that's four times four equals 16. sixteen. Right? Yeah, you know, he's so cute. Yeah. I love him. Very nice. So, so hopefully, it's it's toward the end of the year. I know. Speaking, I can. I think I can speak for both of us to say that I am totally exhausted. Totally. I mean, I literally sat down in a chair. Yesterday, and wanted to talk to you about something, and fell asleep for four hours. <laughs> yes, I mean, you know, this is you know, I turned my head to the right because you were sitting to my right, uh-huh. and I went to say something to you, uh-huh. and instead, I passed out. Uh-huh. I mean, just that fast. I mean, I literally felt myself beginning to snore as soon as I turned my head. 
And that's what, five seconds, seven seconds? <laughs> we had just come in not that long ago. Did we eat? I don't even think we ate. Uh, I don't remember. And, and I think we had a little coffee or something. Even coffee can't keep me up these days. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Espresso. I, I drink a cup of espresso just to be able to make it to the chair to sit down <laughs> and go to sleep. Yeah, it's rough. It has been brutal. And um, but we're we're coming through it now. We're getting through it. We're almost there. We're almost, almost there. The the year. Almost and there. End of June. Is no more school for the summer, and yeah. I'm like, no. What is it? Oh, no stop to Brooklyn. What is it? No, no, there's nothing. <laughs> right, right. After this, it's like no school till September. Right. I'm, I'm just happy. Yeah. Most people are like, oh, my God, summer vacation. I hate it. I love, I love it. Because yeah. I can sleep late. Yeah. And I don't have the grueling schedule. You know, managing these kids ain't no joke. No, it's not. And, you know, it's usually the outside stuff because, you know, interior stuff, they can be a bit of a handful sometimes, especially if they get bored. But overall, they're pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, you know. It's keeping schedules. We don't have a car. And we don't live far enough from anywhere that we go to take the bus or the train. So you know what it is? Lots of walking. Walking. walking We walk everywhere. everywhere. Now, this is something we said we wanted. Yes, it is. (laughs) And I'm happy we do it. I I am, too. But that shit gets you tired. Yeah. Now, we take the buses and the trains every once in a while. We but we take, walk, yeah. We walk more than anything. Anything, We'll yes. walk 20 minutes. It's only 20 minutes. Yeah. You just, you know. We'll be up by Tetuan. I'll be like, you want to get on the nine? No, I'd just rather walk. I want to stretch my legs. Yeah, you know? yeah, I, yeah. We don't take the trains. I can't. When was the last time you took the train? To get the, um, the acid. To, oh, no, no. Yeah, that's right. To rent the car rent this past car. weekend. And that's what I'm saying. And, but other than t- car rentals, the last two weekends, the last time I took the train... Was to get that um, acid, acid for the kitchen, kitchen train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. We do not take the train. I don't know why I'll never forget that day when I won't. Because you mm, lost mm, your mind, mm. that why. Yeah, I really did. But anyway, um, I can, I, I'll, I'll just tell you that um, uh, the... Um, the uh, uh, country of um, Latvia. Oh, Greg. <laughs> what? You know my throat's hurting, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Great, great health care. All part of the EU. Yeah, the EU has great health care. Yeah. And that includes... Until so, right where now, we going, so where are we going this summer? Speaking of, um, you Spain. know, last, last year, we, this, to- this time last year, where were we? In Spain. Oh, we were in Spain. This time, the year before, we were in the Netherlands. In the Netherlands, that's right, that's right. That which is, can I just tell you? Mm. I love, I love, I I loved Rotterdam. <laughs> loved it, and as a matter of fact, um, a good friend of mine, Doctor Clark, Doctor Stephen Clark, uh-huh. who has a really spectacular bariatric surgery practice. center pr- practice in Carmel, Indiana. Uh huh. Um, he stayed at the same hotel we did. Oh yeah, in, 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 the, in, in the Netherlands, Rotterdam. in Rotterdam. Yeah, he saw the pictures of us at, at the hotel. He was like, "I stayed at the same place." Yeah, it was. Uh, I loved, loved the Netherlands. 
love it. And there are some very good-looking people in the Netherlands. And I, I mean, in Rotterdam, I just, I don't know. We went to Amsterdam. We only stayed a day. I didn't really like it that much. I think but we were tired. They were yeah, ready to go. Yeah, Rotterdam, though, man. They just have, you know, there's a lot of good-looking uh, people, male and female, See. In, in, in Rotterdam. I'm going to get my daughter a husband up there. <laughs> They're tall. And ship him down here. They are tall. You know? And there's a lot of, um, you know, you get a lot of that black people marrying white people. You get those real, you know, mixtures. You know, it's always better when you mix things up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a nice thing to mix things up, to, to mix up the human diaspora, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that there aren't some really good-looking, um, translucent white people out there. The strawberry. What do you mean translucent? You can almost see through them. Oh, they're very like n- very little. Very melanin. yeah, very white. Like the strawberry blonde that likes Enser at, at school. She's a Russian. She's a Russian, yeah, and she's a good-looking, very white girl with very light hair and very, you know. She you know, has to worry in the summer. Like, yeah, you can't take her outside. Yeah. She's just, you know, very white. She needs like SPF <clears throat> two thousand. Yeah, but she's very, but she's a good-looking girl. Yes. Now and then, you, I see these these. Um, there's some girls that are around here that are African because you know um, Spain is so close to Africa. Mm-hmm. Some of these Sudanese women. Some of these, uh, um, uh, uh, especially, I, I think the Senegal women are very pretty, mm-hmm. you know? And the, um, the women from, like, um, what are those islands that are off the coast there? They, they, that is a gold mine for good-looking broads, man. Mm-hmm. Cape Verde. Oh, yes. They're very it's pretty. It's a gold mine for good-looking broads. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, you know, if you want, if you like... Good looking, very dark black women. Mm-hmm. Take a net and a cage, go to Cape Verde, trap one, bring it home. Got it. That's the way to go to me. Okay. Okay. Same thing with if you want a, um, a really, a really good looking, very light skinned woman with blonde hair, it's, it's etc. Mm-hmm. Go to the Czech Republic, get a net and a box, <laughs> trap it, bring it home. Oh, Prague, to me, beautiful. The, the women there were spectacularly good looking mm-hmm. and, um, and very nice See. at the same time. Very happy, very giggly, very, you know, I just, I, I found them, you know, spectacularly attractive. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, and and they're they're tall, mm-hmm. and they're they're good looking, and I mean, it's they're just to me they're the best. To me, they're the if you're going for that blonde, blue hair, blonde blonde blue hair, <laughs> blonde blue eyed, green eyed, uh-huh. tall white girl, yeah, go to Prague. That's where they are. Trap one, put it in a box. Ship it back to the United States. I think that's the best way to do it. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, um, the Netherlands to me, 
is 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 a uh, is um a really good fit. Mm-hmm. There's uh, um there's darker and lighter black people in the Netherlands. Okay. In 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 Rotterdam and so forth. I heard the Netherlands is almost fifty percent black. It is. You know, or people don't. Or, yeah, yeah. People don't realize it. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's this is just what they do up there. Mm-hmm. You know, and there and then and the families all mixed together. It it is a real hodgepodge. Mm-hmm. I ran into a lot of people that looked, frankly, like me. Okay. Yeah. And like and my kids. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean. See. So you know, this is this is what it is up there, and and I was shocked. You know, you figure the Netherlands, you're going to go up there and you're going to see nothing but a bunch of white people up there, you know? It wasn't and, like that. And it is nothing but black people up there. Uh, braving the cold. Yes. <laughs> if, yeah. I, if it wasn't so damn cold up there, I, I would consider living there. I, I, I loved Rotterdam. Yeah. I loved it. I felt comfortable there. The city was nice. It's um, modern. It's got an edge to yeah, it that's like really cool. It's it's I I loved Rotterdam. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I loved the, I, I love the Netherlands. I love you know what I mean. Yeah. It doesn't have the old world charm. Yeah, because they bombed it to yeah, hell. Yeah, they don't have the old world charm that a lot of places have, but they've decided to move forward and and make something very nice. And, yeah, and they it. have, mm-hmm. and they really have. So anyway. Um, that's the that's the story there. Let me see what else. So where are we going? I know we're running low on time, and I know your throat's bothering bothering you. So I'm not going to keep you too long today, okay? Okay. What? So where? What are we doing? Like now, last year we went. We we traveled. Mm-hmm. The first year we've been here. This is our fourth. We're going into our fourth year now. Mm-hmm. The yeah. first year we were here, we traveled. Yes. The second year we were here, we traveled extensively. Yeah. The third year here, we kind of traveled extensively. Yes. Oh, I just got a headache on one side of my head. What am I having, an aneurysm? What was that? <laughs> oh, it's still there. <laughs> Who was that? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> okay, so now here we are going into our fourth year. Mm-hmm. Where are we going? Spain. Wow, I've never been to Spain. <laughs> well, we're actually first going into Catalonia. Going inland and um, gonna explore some of the medieval towns and the nature and um, what of Catalonia because you know it's it's ocean meets mountains meets um, forest and waterfalls and you know with medieval mm-hmm. towns dotted in between. Yeah, there's a ton of that. It's it's just it's beautiful. So we're gonna Roman see, ruins. Yeah, a lot of Roman ruins. These Arabic ruins. Arabic ruins. Uh, castles. You know. Arabic castle. A lot of Arabic stuff here. And and then we're gonna go south into out of Catalonia. But still I've never been out of Catalonia. And, and stay in the only time I've been out of Catalonia was when I went to France and Andorra. Yeah, I mean, and not gone internationally because Andorra is another country. So Correct. Still. So I was out of Catalonia. Yeah. But. But you've gone out of Catalonia a lot. You've been to France. You've been to Switzerland. You've been to Portugal. No, no, I'm saying so far as the Iberian Peninsula oh, goes. Okay. We've never been to, and we've been to Portugal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we've never been outside to of Catalonia. Outside of into Catalonia, Spain, into Spain, into Spain proper. Yeah, into proper Spain. So yeah, we're gonna yeah. go to proper Spain this year. This year, and and are we going Spanish. to are we going to Seville? 
I don't think we'll make it that far. Are we going to Madrid? I don't know. We'll see. See what tickets look like. But we're going down the coast between Barcelona and Valencia. Valencia. Even though that's Spain, but it's still Valenciano. The language see, it's is not, still It is not Andalusia. It's not Castellano, you know? Yeah. So, but... It's still, it's, it's still Yeah, it, it is. It's yeah. still Castellano. They start... Um, <laughs> the, um, are we going to make it as far south as, like, um, a Benidorm or Alicante or Murcia or I something like that? I don't know. Let's see. Okay. We'll, we'll just have to see how it works out. I'm not, I'm not trying to make any kind of concrete plans. I'm I do gonna... want to see a bullfight. Okay. You know? I mean, I think that's important. I th- there's two things I want to see this year. You want to get into the Spanish way of yeah, life. Yeah, I want to see a. I want to go take answer to a soccer match, mm-hmm. and I want to see a bullfight. My luck, Enzo will say that's it. I want to be a bullfighter. Oh, I actually hear it's pretty cruel. Yeah, but you'll have to be the judge of that. Yeah. I hear bullfighting can be somewhat. Gory, hard to watch. Yes, ole. And uh, you know, then they do they, and they kill the bull, right? Yeah, yeah. You're literally watching someone kill an animal for sport. Yes. Okay. This is one. But he's just armed with these sticks. You know what I mean? The bull. You know, there's there are many instances where the matador does not win. Yes. At least it's not a guy with a, you know, with a sawed-off shotgun. Blam! <laughs> and that's yeah, well, the bullfight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they, they've, I've seen, I've been here and watched a couple. I of hear them. it. You know, there's a, there, you have to understand that there, all, every one of these towns has a bullfighting ring. Yeah, so what outside you ha- of Catalonia. That's right, outside of Catalonia. They, they all have them. Mm-hmm. You know, from um, from Valencia all the way down and all those little towns in the middle, mm-hmm. they all have a bullfighting ring. It's like a circuit. You have the main circuit, people who do Valencia, um, Alicante, Murcia, um, uh, Seville. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Granada, mm-hmm. Madrid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? See? People who do these... Uh, these Zar- kinds of Zaragoza, Zaragoza, these major towns. Okay, now those are the those are your headliners. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then you have places like you know, uh, uh, Cordoba, Jaén, mm-hmm. Marbella. Even though Marbella's kind of big, um, uh, uh, these little towns. Abacate, uh, Tomalicio. <laughs> you know what I mean? These these little towns. You know, Alzacar de San Juan has a has a bull a bull ring, they but they're do. smaller. And these are where the lesser known mm-hmm. matadors are. This is where these guys make their bones, and that's where you see a lot of bulls winning bullfights. I don't want to see that. You know what I mean? It's it, you know what I'm saying? It's see. it is not a given. Once you get up to the major um uh to the major markets, mm-hmm. those guys are pro they those guys, they've made their bones, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, they're they're bullfighting with flair. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? See, see. They're, you know, you know, they're playing to the crowd. Okay. You know, in these in these smaller um, venues, these guys are out there, 
you know, this is a very dangerous sport, and these guys are out there bullfighting. You know what I mean? It's almost <laughs> Literally like... Literally Yeah, yeah. Who do you got? You know, the bull comes in with a set of boxing gloves. You know what I'm saying? And it's a fight. You know but what I mean? the thing is, do you want to even see this? Yeah, I do. I don't know. I get squirmish. Nah, man. this is going to be great. I, I, I don't know if I'm going to go to one of the major ones. I'm, I'm, I might pick a smaller town because, you know, it is popular. And 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 really good tickets are are two hundred dollars. Yeah, they're not. not cheap. They are not cheap, and um and they do them like set Friday. They do them like Thursday through Saturday night mm-hmm. every week. It's not like this. They only do one. It's not like football. They do it on Sunday. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of them, and they're still expensive as hell, and they still sell out. So, you know, this is a big part of the you know, I'm gonna be hiding my of face. the society. I'm um, going to see him coming. I'm going to hide my face. I know it. I'm not going to be able to watch, especially like you're saying in these like closer areas. Yeah. You know, you'd be right there. You're right on top blood, of the action. Blood splash across. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. you know what? You can't take Enzo. Enzo will love it. He doesn't like that. Oh, he doesn't. No, he won't even watch a movie with, with blood. blood. Yeah. For him to see it in real life, his his who knows he might turn around and say, "I want to be a bullfighter." Doubtful. Dad. He's a sweet kid. He doesn't want to kill anything. anything. I know. He's he's pretty much a vegetarian. He does not like to eat meat. Nah. He loves all animals and yeah. all peoples and yeah, all yeah. things. And he's a sweetie pie. I know. He we're gonna have to. Be, I'm gonna have to toughen that kid up. He's not gonna be cool with that. I'm telling you. Yeah. You're gonna have to. You might traumatize him. Yeah. I would hold off until you see one. See what it's like then before go you on bring him, him yeah. because he's he's all like love of animals. Yeah, he is. He's a Catalan. What do you want me to tell you? It's outlawed. Bullfighting is outlawed here in Catalonia. Correct. So they took they took the bullfighting ring and turned it into a museum in a mall. Yeah, one. Yeah, the one in in um in Plaza España is a mall. Correct. The one down the street over here on San Juan is a is a museum. See. You know, they used to have them dotted all over town. That Look at that. Barcelona had, like, four bullfighting rings in one city. Mm-hmm. And now they're all, you know... They're closed. They're all closed, yeah. So what I'm saying is that, you know, you're going to have to see how it is first. Yeah. And, and see... What, how gory it is. And yeah. then he's going to be asking questions. So, so what they do with the bull? Eat you know? it. <laughs> <laughs> no, did they... Did they kill the bull? Yeah, yeah. That's, he's going to be all upset. That's your burger tonight, buddy. And he's going to be all upset. He ain't going to eat it, man. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, you're right. That's that's probably you'll, you'll true. You'll have to see it first. Maybe you and I will go first. Yeah, and then see And it. then, br- and then uh, bring them along. Well, why don't you get some friends? I don't some have any friends. friends. I don't have any friends. You should get some so that you and the guys can watch, you know, the murder of bull. Sounds like fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I'll see it. I'll watch it. And then we'll see if Ensa will be able to take it. Gotcha. Because he's, he's a little... And then the guys I know, they don't want to go. Why not? I don't know. Like Luli's father, he doesn't. he's not into bullfighting. Got it, got it. And you do have friends. That's not true. Yeah. yeah. Like through my kids, through you. That's but how I get my friends. friends. That's how I get my friends. But they're still By friends. By proxy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they're still friends. Yeah. 
All my friends are uh, come into town okay. and then, you know, leave. That's why we're friends, because they only see me for about, you know, three or four days and then nice. they can leave, you know. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's been a pleasure. I, 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 did I tell you that we picked up another listener? Nice. We actually have two listeners. And um, this is, the, you know, we are well on our way. We are growing fast. We've been doing this what now? Eight months? Nine months? Yes. Yeah. And, and now you have two. Two listeners. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Hey, everybody. Uh, today is Wednesday, June 5th. And um, I just wanted to tell you that it was, it was a little cool this morning. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The weather's going to be fantastic today. Oh, here we go. Here we go. What? Here we go with the weather. What? I'm just saying that that it was a little cool this morning. (laughs) What? And that it's it's heating up. Uh Uh-huh. You know? Uh Uh-huh. It's going to be uh, uh, 73 here today. 73 degrees. Sounds beautiful. Fahrenheit, yeah. It sounds beautiful. (laughs) Beautiful day. Clear clear sky, sunshine. Now, in um, Atlanta, uh, where we used to live, Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be 85 with PM thunderstorms. What difference does it make? What do you mean? What it is where we used to live. Like I said, if you're there, you know what the weather is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not there, what difference does it make? Then you really won't know. But that's true. You know, I can understand what you're saying, but meantime... Why would you care? But meantime, in Piscataway, New Jersey, (laughs) it's 88... Can you believe it's going to be 88 degrees in New York today? I know. It's it's barely reaching um, over 70 here. Yeah. Barely. What is it going to... You said 70-something? 73 today. 88 degrees. 85, 81, 80. It's staying in the 80s in in New York until uh, the foreseeable future. And the humidity is going... uh, I mean, you know, the humidity is just through the roof. All right, guys. Have a great day. (laughs) Enjoy your weather wherever you are. And we will see you mañana. Yes, yes. Everybody, enjoy. And um, just remember that there's going to be some pretty bad thunderstorms in the uh, Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow.